1: You're listening to Thursday Trot's Life with Jason Bonnington and Toby McKinnon. I see i too late. Got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. That's what people say.
0: Mm-hmm. I go on too many dates. <laughs> Welcome back to Trot's Life. And our first guest of the show is on the line, and hopefully he's going to shake it off with a few winners over the weekend. Albie slash Alex Ashwood, joining us. How are you, mate? And whereabouts are you?
1: Very good, thanks, Tobes. We're actually uh, on the road to uh, Yarra Valley, so uh,
0: yeah. I thought so, you, uh, I thought you would have been one, one drive for Clive Henderson at Yarra Valley today. It's a dollar sixty-five, but it probably should be a dollar twenty. I would say.
1: I hope you're right. Um, it's a nice little horse
0: that it finds the right race again tonight, today, I should say. Yeah. it's uh, If you're having a multi-listeners somewhere today or across the weekend, kick it off with Edward Grange and uh, we'll do the right thing by it. Now, what we really want to talk about, mate, is the big races on Saturday night. And I want to start with Street Kid. He was very impressive on last Saturday night winning a heat of the Mercury 80. got off the gate just terrifically well, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he's he's uh pretty blessed with his gate speed and he begins pretty good and uh, yeah he he was terrific and uh, hit the line pretty good uh, last week so hopefully uh, we do the same this week.
0: I think he leads. Now the the last last year there was four heats and none of the heats broke one twenty two. This year catcher Wave's gone one twenty one two when he when he got to the pegs you've gone one twenty one nine. Bulletproof boy in the final last year went 121.6. So can Street Kid go a bit quicker than he did last week,
1: 121.9? I think so. Like when he got out in front by himself, he started switch, switching off. So if he's got a horse outside him, he'll fall on the line a bit harder. So um, we will have to wait and see. But I expect uh, a, a fast tempo uh, on Saturday night.
0: He's a great chance. He can win this race because I don't think Catch a Wave can sit outside him and run 121 2.
1: No, time will tell. Uh, Catch a Wave is a good horse and he's blessed with high speed, and depends what um, the other horse is going to do underneath him, like Firefox, Ozzy Butler, and it's going to be quite interesting.
0: It is quite an interesting race. I've got a bit of a. A theory on this race. I'd love to see it New Year's Eve, similar to the Great Southern Star, where you got heats and finals on the same night. Is that something that would interests you?
1: well, uh, well there probably be no difference having like the Great Southern Stars, to be honest. But it's only going to be twelve hundred, so it's probably going to be, yeah, no difference. But the horses are still going to back up. It still be formal, I think. So I think it might be a great oddie. Yeah.
0: I, I I could I I would do it with two two groups up to sixty five and sixty five or above or something and I think it'd restrict how many participants have to work on New Year's Eve as well if that makes sense because if you have heat final a two heats final two heats final there's six races you could have a couple of consolations you end up with eight of the races and you only need you know thirty two horses for it we've gone
1: off on a tangent yeah. here yeah we went off track a bit so <laughs> uh, but yeah like I see what you're saying.
0: Now, Tay Tay, uh, she was racing so well last year and then Vic Bred final, uh, things just went amiss, mate.
1: Yeah, just unfortunately, she choked down. Just got, when she found the front off dogs, babe, she just got a bit ripping and tearing yeah. through the middle st- stages and she kind of went off. So, just put a line through that run. But yep. she had a little freshen up since then and she's come back extremely well. So, um, we're pretty happy where she is at, at the moment. But um, this is just the lead up run before the Ladyship mile.
0: Oh, wow. Just, just a lead-up lead run in a $100,000 mares race, mate.
1: Yes, yes. Hopefully uh, she can get the money out on Saturday so she just goes straight into the ladyship mile. But if she doesn't, well, she has to probably go to Menangle the following week and try and go, get in that way. So yeah, okay. um, we're pretty happy where she's at at the moment anyway.
0: Yeah, this race could have nearly been a five-year-old Vic Bred mares final, couldn't
1: it? It could have been. Um, <laughs> well, everyone knows, like, uh, the, the four-year-olds from last year have yeah. dropped away a, a bit with, with ladies in rare treachery and, and a few others. So um, it's good to see we getting a few of the three-year-olds stepping up to four-year-olds and making the mayor's ranks a bit stronger now, which is good.
0: Ideal pace in the last. It uh, was, was a pretty good effort running second out outlaw man last week. And do you replicate that and take cover again? Or do you hold up? Or does Taylor just see what happens?
1: I think that Taylor would just drive him how he feels, but he's a horse that's just going to get better with uh, with more racing under his belt every time he goes to and, um So he just went down to Tassie and had done a good job down at Tassie, and it's just a different style of racing, especially coming from Tassie to here. Like, um, we're a bit more uh, a bit more temporary related here, and is a bit stop and go. So um, I mm. thought he was quite a good last start, and... If he gets the same sort of run, he'll be thereabouts at the finish again. So, um, yeah, I'll just leave it up to Taylor if she wants to hold the front or not. But uh, yeah, he's he's ready to go. So they run at an
0: ideal pace for him here. Is that what you're saying, Elby?
1: Yes, yes. If he runs at an ideal pace, <laughs> he, he he can nearly win. Uh, I'll pay that to myself.
0: Now, uh, I haven't didn't give you any warning on this, but what are your thoughts on the Hunter Cup?
1: Yeah, it's a good field. Um, it oh, would have yeah. been nice to see if, see if Catchaway's got a run. Um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Andy's probably the same, and there's probably a bit, a few others in the same boat. So um, we can sit here all day and discuss which ones should have got to run and shouldn't. So we just leave it with the, with the handicappers, and they that's why they get paid the big money to make the big decisions.
0: Uh, there's a conflict of interest there. But who do you think will win the race?
1: You know, it's a quarter even race. The way I copy that, um, when at Ballarat, it was pretty impressive. The spirit of St. Louis got the draw, so. Um, there's going to be fireworks early on tipping, so whoever's only I think there's about five or six winning chances.
0: Oh, yeah. I think the spirit of St. Louis holds the front. Would you hold the front on him if you were driving him? We've really gone oh, off well, tempo here again, haven't we?
1: Yeah, well, uh, it's hard to say, but every time he's went, oh, I thought when he's at his best, they took cover, so yeah. I'll, be, I'll be trying to lead and hand up to copy of that, so that's that'd be my go-to. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Very good. Well, we we get we get the best people on, mate. I may as well get some opinions off you as you come through. <laughs> All right, mate, I'll, I'll let you go. You're gonna to get to Yarra Glen. Uh, are you driving there or are you in with the Clive?
1: No, I'm in with Jack Law, so um two Tassies are uh, going together. So he, he's still in the driving and I'm just keeping him company.
0: Well that that field, there's uh another Tasmanian, Josh Duggan. There's a couple of South Australians, John Justice, Scotty Ewan, David Aiken's got two in it from New South Wales, Brent Lilly's from New Zealand. So it's uh it shows where Harness Racing in Victoria has become. It's become the destination place, has not it?
1: Yes, it's the uh, it's it's a good place to race horses in Victoria. I will give people that. So um, we got we got plenty of options around here on the countryside to place our horses. So it's pretty of attractive to get people here to the state.
0: Very good, LB. Yeah, uh, I'll catch up with you sometime soon over the weekend, mate.
1: Sounds good, Tobs.
0: There's LB slash Alex Ashwood. Not 100 sure whether he goes really by LB or Alex. People call him a lot of different things, you know, a lot, a lot of different things. And two of them I can say on air, and they're Alex and Albie. No, only only stir, And he's, he's been a revelation, really, since coming from Tassie. And so many Tasmanians have come across. And Ryan Backhouse has just come across, and he's working with Aaron Dunn and... He starts a journey similar to uh, Alex Ashwood, who uh, came over all those years ago. He worked for Dean Braun. He worked for uh, Andy Gath. I reckon there was one other in there as well before uh, going out on his own venture and just building the farm at home uh, or building a new farm now. And and, uh, I I should have asked him really, shouldn't I? Uh, They're Not too far off getting in to the farm there and, and, and training then, for him, goes to the next level when you've got your own place doing it out of Bendigo Harness Racing Club at the moment. Big fella says, got a $1. seventy-five. Edward Grange Toby, done. Cheers, big fella. Uh, very nice getting a seventy-five, mate. I, I, He just looks too good in that race. He was a pretty good winner at Swan Hill at his first start. I reckon that's where I, I did watch that race. Uh, pretty sure it was Swan Hill. I can quickly find that for you, uh, yes, it was Swan Hill where he led on that occasion and won and was well-supported as well. And I think he'll just be too good in this field. seen Bulletproof Kid trial and I wasn't uh, overly hyped up about how it trialed, so don't know much about my Shenya, I must admit. Um, a little uh, side note here, in the last at Yarra Valley today, back in Alien, which is a terrific name for a horse. If you don't know what it means, look it up. No, uh, well, it means drunken revelry. Uh, goes around for David Collins. David uh, drove in oh, the 80s. He was driving horses, uh, a handful of drives he had, and got back into the sport, got a mare, bred a foal. Uh, he broke it in himself. First horse he's ever trained, I No, it's not the first horse he's ever trained. He's trained a couple of others without even getting them to the races. He broke back an alien in himself. He's done preparations with it. He got it to the races last preparation, which was March last year, and it had a couple of starts for a sixth and a fifth, and it it went okay on both occasions, and knowing David out of – out of Croydon, I said, Geez, this all got a little bit of ability and it's come back. And at one last week at Cranbourne, his first training win, he has driven a winner from memory. This is I'm just going off chats I've had with him over the last couple of years and it was just terrific to see him win uh, at Cranbourne. I was there, I was able to get down and see him after the race and he was absolutely stoked, David. He's a pure gentleman, uh, he sort of fellow that wears one of those sort of peaky blinder caps all the time and he is an absolute thorough gentleman and best of luck to him with Back and Bacchanalian who's going to be good enough. I don't think he'll win a 51 to 54 grade race. I just think they might be just a little bit tough for him. So things might be a bit hard for a few months as he drops back down in grade. I'd imagine there'll be some uh, results that aren't uh, in the top five or six for for the horse. He's not blessed I don't think with high ability, he's certainly got plenty of ability. But once he gets back down to that sort of up to 47 grade, I reckon he, there'll be more wins in store for him. And this rating system's so good at the bottom end now. If Owen gets back to whatever level he's at, if he's an up to 45 or an up to 47 or an up to 51 or whatever, uh, he, he will he'll just keep winning races there. And here's a bike, David Collins. Basically, this is the first horse. Well, it is the first horse he's ever got to the races. It's got limited ability, but he could win ten races with it because it'll just get into that right grade off the text machine. Bacchanalia was a wonderful, uh, was a wonderful back his marsh Bacchus Marsh Vineyard run by John Reed about twenty years ago. Bacchus is also the god of wine in Greek culture. Uh, Yeah, Bacchinoam was a wonderful Bacchus Marsh winery run by John Reed about 20 years ago. It came in twice. Bacchus is also the god of wine in Greek culture. And I do know that person. Uh, Thank you, Cody. And great to have you uh, back on board uh, as well.